Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So I had this great idea that nobody has had in the past two days, which was to have uh, Danny LaRue, Dan Feldman, and Nate Duncan together on a podcast. Uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is true that we usually do this later in the year, but I'm happy we're we're doing this earlier because I feel like it gives us a little bit more space to explore, even though the teams are probably about in the same situation as they will be in October. Yeah, you might see a few teams that maybe get a look at a guy in camp, but really you only got two weeks now. You know, back under the old system, you could actually get a, a full four weeks of camp, and then you could also get a, a couple of weeks of the regular season before that October 31st deadline. Now, the deadline is as of the start of the season, although, of course, the deadline for rookie options is still October 31st. So with that in mind, if you're new to this pod, what we're going to do, I am the player agent, Dan and Danny. We've split up the NBA teams with eligible rookies between them, and we're going to see if we can negotiate some rookie extensions here that are fair. It's going to be very interesting now with the very limited market that we saw this offseason in 2018. How much is that going to affect the extensions that we see certainly in 2016 those crazy numbers affected the extensions quite a bit you saw extensions like Gorgie Jang who just really uh, ended up being not great contracts usually though extensions end up being you know a little bit of a discount Shh, actually I shouldn't say that as a player agent uh <laughs> but uh anything you guys are, are thinking here just in general before we get started you know just eyeballing it it seems like there's a lot of positions where teams just don't know exactly what they're going to be next summer whether they're going to be facing you know really a tight luxury tax crunch whether they can attract free agents with the cap space they could have and i i don't know if that's going to lead to more conservative outcomes in this but i think it might lead to some more conservative offers by me wait your it's your offers can get more conservative <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta warn you guys i i am charged up i just had like a full day of wedding planning so i am uh i am ready to go i am in the mindset that to really grind here and uh, get some good deals for my clients or tell you to go to help, uh, whichever is best. But we're going to start here. I guess the other thing you should say too, you know, we'll talk about a lot about what these players' cap holds are as well, especially with a lot of these teams trying to use cap space and just a refresher of what the cap hold is. That's basically a placeholder where if you keep that on your books next summer, you're allowed to pay these guys anything up to the max. As you go further down in the draft, that cap hold decreases 
increases because it's a function of what your rookie salary was either uh 300% or 250% for the guys who are uh, absolutely at the highest but in most cases it's 300% of your fourth year salary and so some teams will be saying hey you know what these guys have small cap holds we don't want to waste our space by agreeing to an extension unless it's really favorable to us and one other point of clarification because people get this wrong sometimes with first round picks there are situations where a player's qualifying offer changes in value based on what's known as the starter criteria and so that's on you know games or minutes played but the cap hold is unaffected so it doesn't matter if Emmanuel Moutier only plays in five games next year or if he plays in 55 games next year his cap hold will only be affected by whether or not he signs an extension or whether or not they extend a qualifying yeah we're also going to keep track of all these contracts of course uh in cases where we can't reach an agreement we'll write down the team's best offer the player's best offer and uh actually we'll post those for our patreon subscribers so without further ado because we've had plenty already let's get to one that i think we're all surprised here has not been done yet usually players of this ilk the deal gets done close to july 1st so uh minnesota timberwolves carl anthony towns why the hell haven't we gotten an extension yet you should be willing to give me whatever i want well we need to hear how committed you are to really trying this upcoming season and that that commitment is exceedingly important to us alternatively something that we need to talk about we want to convey to you a couple of important things one of them is we are going to pay you so if you if we don't come to an agreement now you have a gigantic cap hold for next year we understand where we are and we are since the margin isn't that big for us if we don't get there and you deserve it and it looks like you're going to get a big offer we're fine throwing that max qualifying offer at the table for you if you're if you're worth it and if you're going to get an offer so what that means for us is we're going to sign you so you are wonderful we expect that you are going to be worth the contract that you are going to sign whether we do that today or we do that a year from today but that means that if we're going to commit to that now we don't want we're not asking for much of a discount we're, we're not but what we're thinking is just starting two million a year less than the 25 percent maximum and if you want to have a conversation about what happens should you qualify for the designated rookie we are happy to have that conversation as well we expect that there's a very good chance that you'll do that and we're thinking kind of a slight discount there unless you're good enough to be first team all nba mvp or defensive player of the year hell if you're defensive player of the year we'll give we'll try to give you the 35 percent max we'll petition the league if you get if you get defensive player of the year to do that but well, well, well so, from our perspective so hold on here if you you can't start me at less than the max and then still have that clause in there like you have if you're going to make me the designated player you got to start me right at the max so uh, and i'm not i'll, I'll well, so then if we, if we can come to an agreement there okay uh, uh, l- let me let me spare you the the whole diatribe i am probably the second best rookie extension candidate that of the last like 10 years since uh, anthony davis anthony davis got the absolute maximum that he could get oh i, th- I thought you were gonna say since andrew wiggins <laughs> oh yeah right that's right yeah so, so well no i mean second second best this offseason behind devin booker of course an unquestionable uh, yeah so i mean devin booker he already got on july 1st basically the five-year max offer so i mean that's just fait accompli you're gonna give me that uh but anthony davis he got 
the four plus one which i'm going to demand it as well and he also got uh, the agreement to the rose rule criteria which he was unable to meet but he was able to get the highest possible salary so so here's my demand and by the way before i even tell you what it is this is why you need to take it i'm miserable in minnesota right now frankly tom thibodeau i mean you you saw the way these playoffs went you didn't even get me the ball you couldn't put me in a remote position to succeed i just get, kept getting double teamed i would pass it out there was no spacing the, the playoffs completely embarrassed me last year tom thibodeau is just on my ass all the time i hate playing for the guy uh jimmy butler who i'm already better than and is taking all my shots is on my ass all the time uh andrew wiggins who you just threw the max at because he said he would try harder and you know is even a, a quality starter and he's already making the max uh, over five years so with all that i'll be honest i don't even really want to be in minnesota that much and so if you don't give me every single thing that i ask for i will gladly number one go out on the marketplace where tons of teams will have cap space and even if you give me that max qualifying offer i can still get a three plus one you remember this guy kevin love who only got three three years and then left minnesota to trade him after two it's going to be just like that and not only am i going to do that but i'm also going to tank this season defensively probably get your coach fired and agitate for a trade because if you can't pay me or if you don't trade me in the first four years then i won't be eligible at a new team for a designated player veteran extension when i have seven or eight years or i'm sorry eight or nine years of experience and i really want that so if you guys aren't willing to just show me that you know tom thibodeau is great jimmy butler is great andrew wiggins is great but no we're gonna make the maximum possible contractual commitment to you in terms of money in terms of a player option then i'm just not gonna sign it did you just threaten not to give full effort because that's not what we're looking looking to hear right here uh well all right well so, so, so why don't you we, just trade we, me then? we respect we respect your opinion well because you you have we we think that there's value there we'll listen if other teams want to make us an offer if they bull us over we'll do that i mean we're we are not beholden to having a player but we're, we're going to need to get value back but let's get to, let's get to the mean potatoes here now we understand what where you're coming from and here's here's our counter proposal if you are first team second team or the aforementioned mvp or defensive player of the year we will give you the full 35 percent the, th- the full if you 30, are third team yeah. 30 sorry 30 for 30 yeah. percent. I, I apologize if you get third team nba so that means you still qualify then we will give you 33 percent yes. or sorry 28 percent 28 percent so it's a two percent downgrade you got basically you got in you're still getting three percent more than you would have if you didn't get third team which is which is an accomplishment to be sure it's what you did this year so you're not exceeding the standard that you have already set so that is just a slight 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 possibility and we think you're going to be better than that like we think this is a distinction without a difference but it gives us a little bit of protection so that in case you don't grow or in case you get frustrated and don't put out maximum effort that you don't get the whole thing but at that point you'd still be tradable we still think you're a very talented player so that is that is basically giving you everything you want but allowing us to save a little bit of face and you're still getting paid more you know you're getting paid more than Andrew Wiggins he didn't qualify for this we think you're going to so this shouldn't this should be you're not it shouldn't concern you because you're going to be better than it but it gives us a little bit of an out just in case you're below the standard that you have set for yourself and that we hold you well i understand that but you're gonna have to give me the player option as well the 28 percent if i make third team all nba oh don't forget defensive player of the year by the way uh tom oh you're getting the full 30 if you get that (laughs) yeah that's actually that's not bad i like that uh but you're gonna have to give me the player option though that's that's what i I will at least forgo a trade bonus but uh the player option i mean that's just the standard like that's worse players than me 
at this point in time have gotten that Paul George Anthony Davis there have been a lot of guys who've gotten max extension who have gotten that player option so if I can't get that player option I don't care how much you pay me I'm not signing but if you give me the player option under those uh stipulations that you just made uh you got yourself a deal but no deal unless we get a player option we'll do it I don't want to but it, it makes sense you could you could make an offer you could get an offer on the market next year that's still that's still better so we're we're, we're fine with it we don't want to do it but we, we don't have enough leverage to to do better with you all right so that is a five year for four plus one max for carl anthony towns that is projected on next year's 108 million dollar cap to be if he meets the criteria that were discussed that would be 30 percent of the salary cap you start at 32.7 million and it would be 189.7 million over five years with that that player option the 28 percent that would be about 30 million or so to start with uh and round about maybe 175 million or so eyeballing it uh if he gets the the 28 and then obviously you're not eligible to get more than 25 if you don't make all nba or uh defensive player of the year so that deal would be five years 158 million same as uh devin booker got so I, i'm glad we we're able to reach an agreement uh i would assume that uh you might have had to go over uh gm thim thabado's head uh to get that with glenn taylor but i'm i'm glad we're there uh dan you got any commentary on that at all from the peanut gallery i mean i think the timberwolves did well to get any concession i think carl i think towns is lined up to get whatever he wants this is a very small concession uh, but it could help set a tone down the road when they're trying to negotiate with other players that hey even carl anthony towns didn't get everything he could have got okay let's uh let's move to one that's uh a lot less of a no-brainer here giangelo russell picks second overall now a brooklyn net 21 million dollar cap hold for next season uh nets uh what do you got for me you gave up a lot of money you took on a uh, you gave up some assets brooke lopez the pick that became kyle kuzma you took on the bad money of three years of timofey mozgov to get me surely uh, you must be willing to make a long-term commitment to me kind of a weird play bringing up all the reasons we should be disappointed <laughs> in, in you right before this negotiation i mean god just make us feel terrible about what we ended up with uh, you're okay and internally we're kind of thinking like it'd be great if you took that leap forward this season and could become that that franchise player that we traded for a potential franchise player but that just doesn't seem likely we have this cap space we're lining up like maybe we could do something exciting take a leap forward we are in this great market maybe free agents especially Kyrie Irving would be interested so internally we're thinking we're probably not going to offer you anything you'd be interested in but we're going to talk. And so what our initial offer would be is four years, 32 million. That is far surpassing the production you have shown in the NBA so far, far surpassing. But we believe you'll get better and could play up to that contract. Yeah, it, it sounds like we're not even in the same ballpark here, unfortunately. I mean, it, it would have to be, you know, in the $17 million a year type of range to even really get me thinking as as the number two uh, overall pick. I mean, that would still give you, you know, at $17 million a year, could probably start in the mid-14. So you still get, you, you get me under contract, but you still get a $7 million reduction off of my cap hold. But even that, uh, my client thinks he's a, a future star in the making and just has been held back by uh, his situation and his health. 
itself. So uh, yeah, I, I assume you're not even willing to counter at that point, Nets. Yeah, I mean, our our best we could do is 436, but we understand where you're coming from and we hope you earn that next season and, you know, we'd be happy to pay you when you do. Yeah, so that's one that didn't really make sense uh, at all, although we can uh, mark mark those down uh, as uh, offers that are incredibly far apart. Number three, Jill Okafor, uh, no longer eligible. He had his third year, or I'm sorry, fourth year rookie option decline, just joined the New Orleans Pelicans. So Chris Stapps Porzingis now, uh, this is going to be Dan as well uh, with the Knicks. $17 million cap hold uh, for Porzingis and New York. Uh, you know, I'm coming off the tour in ACL here, but you know, I'm your biggest young prospect. I'm the reason why fans come to the games. You want to get me under contract for when you're trying to recruit free agents this summer. I can help in that regard as well. If I'm a restricted free agent while you're trying to recruit free agents, you know, that's not going to look good. I can't help with that if I'm not under contract either. Uh, so uh, what are you willing to offer, Nick? I mean, I clearly, my production is, it was no-brainer max after uh you know until the injury so we are i'm glad to hear that we're clearly on the same page because we want to be able to get free agents too we know you need more help than you've gotten we've got this new regime and we're going to give you help the issue is because of your cap hold if we give you the max now we automatically boom lose 10 more than 10 million dollars in cap space to start next summer and that's going to be a problem with getting you free agents so what we'd like to do is wait until next summer when we can give you a five year contract when we can't do a five-year contract right now because that would have to be the full max we, we just can't give a five-year full max contract to somebody who's still injured like you are we just can't we can pay you a lot of money over four years but we want to keep you long term we want to keep you five years so we want to do it next summer and we want to take advantage of your low cap hold we will also promise you this that next summer if you are eligible for the designated player we will give you the full 30 percent any way you become eligible that is totally reasonable I would be at least interested in exploring what might be possible if we were going to do something that started a little below the max. You know, the max is about 27 million. My cap hold is 17. So that's where you get that 10 million in extra cap space. But what if we were to start at $4 million below the max? Somewhat similar concept to what Giannis Antetokounmpo did. Somewhat similar concept to what Rudy Gobert did. So if we started at $23 million per season over four years that would be a four-year 103 million dollar contract it would cost you six million dollars worth uh, not even that much but 5.5 million in cap space but it, going forward it, you would have more room and, and i could get some security i acknowledge that coming off the injury that's important to me uh and i would even eschew any player options there as well so four years 103 million that would start at exactly 23 million dollars i am glad what to hear once again that we are on the exact same page can't you hear us just really building trust this is wonderful we were also thinking about rudy gobert as a comp he signed a four-year 94 million dollar contract and for that reason you know he's a star you're a star uh we thought we would offer you that exact same deal four years 94 million well the only difference though is that we're a couple years later you know the cap that year was 94 million and now it's going to be 108 so that's how uh, using him as the comp that's how i got up to the 23 million it's pretty much the same percentage of the salary cap but really it would be less when you're you're talking about that uh, right now and and i've accomplished a lot more than rudy gobert has it at this point in my career uh internally thinking because we definitely want to be on the same page 
building trust with with Kristaps, uh, Kristaps Porzingis has not accomplished a lot more than Rico Barriers are. Uh, you know, if we wanted, to, you want to do a more recent comparison? I think this is more recent. Maybe it's not. Maybe it was the same draft. Uh, Stephen Adams signed for four years, a hundred million, and you know, maybe maybe we could do that. Maybe we could do four years, a hundred million. If you want that security now, if you don't want to wait till next. Well, I think if you're going to do that, it would need to be a three plus one then. So if I'm going to be trapped under market uh it would need to be a three plus one and then uh i would be willing to do it just so that if i do get back to the player that we both believe that i can be you know i can get out and you know you would have the ability oh actually no that's not true you would not have the ability to offer me the designated player veteran exception at that point uh extension i should say at that point so uh but still i think the the three plus one would be what i would need if we're going to go that low or i'll do the straight four years uh what did you just say you offered four years 100 million yes. oh that's pretty close to what i just said so i mean why don't you just uh, bump it up to 103 and then we're there for for four years oh because we did write down four 100 as our best <laughs> offer we're going to make right now <laughs> <sighs> yeah well you know i mean uh, uh, how good is is really the vision of scott perry or or, or steve bills i mean just like take your glasses off take your contacts out that zero looks kind of like a three anyway <laughs> so wait so you want it to be 133 oh yeah. <laughs> no 103 yeah, 103 yeah. four years i mean that's really not that different but i did write down four 100 it's like the very most it's i don't know it's, so, it's since when have the when... knicks done any work in advance oh wait it's not phil <laughs> jackson anymore sorry yeah we are hard working now we might not be quite on top of everything well but we are hard here here's a good way to do it let's do you know especially because i mean i guess this year i'm, I'm gonna miss half of the season right so we should be able to craft something where we put in some incentives for next year that would be unlikely but easily achievable if i have even a remotely healthy season you know something even along the lines of like you know 55 games played or something like that to and you know do seven hundred fifty thousand dollars per season of that and then we that gets us to the, the 103 million how about that yeah i think we're uh i think we're getting pretty close i think we're gonna find something here. <laughs> this is great so radio here thousand so so that that'd be about total about three million it'd be three exactly million yeah in extent and yeah uh let's make it an even million per year in incentives and make it at uh 60 games i think 55 and should be it i mean there, there's uh that's 60 is like eh, that's like right on the borderline it's hard it's much harder to play a full season stays you got especially and i just i don't want to run into any issues where it's like oh i'm like i i'm pushing myself to play when maybe i should uh so that's why i think just having okay. that number be a little bit lower would be a good way for us both to be more comfortable than to have any awkwardness you know with planned rest and stuff you know if you miss so that'll... 15 games a year due to injury and now you're trying to rest now you can't you know okay that seems fair and so the spread will be 99 million to 103 million based on those 4 million of, of uh, outstanding all right i mean it's that's tough for porzingis i mean certainly he would love to view himself as a max player but you also see what happened to jabari parker uh, this year and just to get that 100 million to be in new york you know the new regime is better dave fizzale went to latvia uh to work with me and there is a precedent you know Giannis, rudy gobert uh for uh, agents will curse their names for not taking the absolute most that they could get but those are comparables now unfortunately and so uh and so i think the knicks can feel good about that you know they only really cost themselves so that is going to start basically because the incentives won't count for next year they'll be considered unlikely in terms of the cap space derby so so uh, 
that would start at 22.1 million for next year so you're losing about four and a half million in cap space and and that's not the end of the world they uh, if they really need to they can do some stretching to fit some guys in uh if as we all know the best players are going to want to come to new york so i i still like that contract for the knicks but i i do maybe in hindsight as i think it through more you know the knicks are because it came out that they're going to stretch joe kim noah they are clearly very concerned about their cap space next summer and maybe not quite as much in those future years where you'd get some savings with porzingis so maybe this doesn't quite align i still think it's worth it but just something for thought yeah and i think also just getting him you know the four years as well straight i think is good get getting him to the point where you can offer the designated player veteran extension uh, for sure instead of having him be able to opt out earlier is important and porzingis he had he's not only has he had the acl he's had some other injuries as well uh danny i know you had to be quiet for a while what what do you make of this one once nate got on the idea of these unlikely bonuses i thought you guys were going to get your full like andy ellisberg on and go with something hilarious like 40 games have it be like half guaranteed or something like that or uh, something crazy like that where you could actually get it below the cap hold well well yeah and then the the most you could do would be 15 percent of of the contract yeah that's true well but i was thinking is if you so if one of three is the mat i was actually trying to work it out in my head of like 85 percent of 103 and like how how far could you push it because you could actually get it could it could be pretty interesting if you pushed it down like if he was willing to take a contract in this general structure yeah and well obviously then it would be four years 85 or 86 million in that case but yeah it's it's an interesting structure i mean we acl injuries have gotten to the point now where i think they don't have the sticker shock that they used to but Kristaps porzingis is a giant and it is a little bit different for a seven foot three guy and so i could see him viewing that a little bit differently but i agree with what dan said that it seems to me and i've been working on some stuff on this that the heat sorry i was thinking about elsberg the heat that the knicks are in a very specific frame of mind meaning 2019 and so they might be less incentivized but i think this is the type of deal that if this is where it got to that they would be that they should be willing to take all right danny that's a really interesting idea about the the games played especially because porzingis is going to miss so many they could you know in the real extension they could make that a very low number have it unlikely and uh preserve a lot of cap space. yeah although of course part of the reason you want a guaranteed contract is so if you miss games you still get paid so uh right yeah like but that's what the sticking point would probably be is Porzingis uh, I mean the Knicks could say hey we're we're gonna let you take your time this season to get healthy <laughs> make it like 25 right that, yeah exactly uh all right so we'll be back uh after this quick word gotta get to Willie Cauley Stein I, I have this incredible ability to like do a read like right before somebody's like completely uninteresting <laughs> all right uh we'll be back right after this so you won't have to pay anywhere near the prices these teams are in these extensions for a burrow couch but you do owe it to yourself to experience burrow's comfort and quality you know the name burrow makes perfect sense you want to burrow into that couch you want to binge watch with no nba you you want to sit there for five straight hours on a wednesday night watching a doubleheader in a great couch and burrow is different from other couches because they ship to your door fast and free you can customize them by selecting the color the size the armrest height the leg color it's a beautiful mid-century style even comes with a built-in usb charger because you know you got home after your day at the office you want to be checking twitter while you're watching the game and all of a sudden you realize that your phone's almost dead you left your charger upstairs you don't want to get up well burrow has a built-in usb charger to help you out 
and you can enjoy 30 days on your burrow couch risk-free or you can try it out at one of their partner showrooms as well the way to get started with them and customize your own burrow is burrow.com slash cap space easy remember slash cap space been talking about it all program here that url will get you 75 dollars off your purchase once again burrow.com slash cap space go customize your own burrow and get 75 dollars off your order burrow makes a luxury couch for real life and don't forget that slash cat space url let them know that you came from us all right so let's get to that number six overall pick mario hazonia of course actually now a nick had his third year option declined so now ineligible or i'm sorry fourth year option declined so ineligible for an extension Collie stein 14 million dollar cap hold with the kings you've also uh you know i'm not really that inclined to deal because it seems like you've drafted some guys behind me who who now seem to be the apples of your eye but uh kings what do you got for me here not a lot our challenge we have a lot of cap space but we just and you you could place blame however you want here it doesn't really matter at this point we're not totally confident in where you fit into the imminent but still upcoming great kings teams and we have a lot of different options at the big man positions even beyond all the veterans that we've signed just in terms of guys like small forward marvin bagley and scal Papianis is sadly not not with us anymore so we because of that circumstance even though we have a lot of flexibility we would want to get you on a deal that we think is unambiguously bargained so here is the here is what we're going to offer you and and we're, we're totally fine with you saying no to this we would offer you four million dollars a year for up to three years if you want to just do it for one year just to lock in a little bit of risk mitigation from your standpoint we are willing to do that but if you want it to be two or three years we can go beyond that where it's just too far in the future we don't know what we're gonna do and we will not go higher than that number but if you want four million dollars as a contract for us we will give it to you yeah now this is one of those ones where if i were advising willie collie stein i might actually seriously consider taking this just how bad we've seen the center market be at this point although it's it's still hard to see how that's going to shake out and i think collie stein also there's a thought that he could be more effective somewhere else a team that had a little more stretch around him a team that switched a little bit more you know the few times that, that he's had the chance to do that i think he's looked pretty good so yeah four million a year is not going to cut it you know i wouldn't have been unreasonable you know if we if you gotten the eight or nine million i and again i it would actually surprise me even though i mean just the anchoring of being the number six pick is so much you know that i i would be very surprised if he took that uh but i mean you look at yusuf nurkic you know he got basically 10 million a year guaranteed right so and he's been an established starter on a, a good team for a couple of years here now granted that was a really bad market uh but yeah so eight or nine million a year i might have been willing to consider but i i fear we're too far apart here i don't fear it but i agree with you <laughs> Emmanuel Moutier with the Knicks. Uh, what do you got for me here? Any Anything at all? Yeah, I want to introduce a, a, an idea I had, and you might hear this from a couple of my players, for a couple of my players. Uh, what about, like, are you sure you're going to be in the NBA next year? Maybe, maybe not. What if right now we offered you a guaranteed minimum contract for next year and uh, unguaranteed minimum for the following? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, there's just no way you can take that. And just point. from the, the team perspective. Uh, especially because as, you know, one thought a, is, as the number seven overall pick, you know, I've already probably made about 20 million bucks in my career uh, and you know, maybe a little bit less than that, probably more like 15, but still enough where it's like, all right, an extra million bucks doesn't really do that much for me. And just the chance of being able to go somewhere else if I'm not in your plans or if I have a good year cashing in a little bit. I mean, I still, you know, it's not like I'm not going to be like right at the top of this Knicks point derby this year like i could start this year and so if i'm able to do that all year or at least part of the year 
maybe it'll be Trey Burke who knows but yeah so so that's a, a I appreciate the uh the gesture but no I mean that's not something I'd be interested in I mean it, there's there's really there's no way really I think that anyone would ever sign an extension in this situation like this when if you're not at least getting like just solid backup money I mean otherwise I mean there's nobody in the league who sees themselves as being like worse than a solid backup so uh you may be right uh taking my agent hat off here uh but yeah I mean it's, it's just if I was someone who'd been making the minimum of my whole career then maybe that would have more appeal but it, at this point I have enough money it's better to just take the risk reward especially just because and this is something that players deal with a lot is that once you take the minimum you just become stigmatized as a minimum player and that you know that's never a good thing so uh thank you for the offer but I will decline. well and and something else here is that Moutier has the confidence that the Knicks are if he's unless he's really awesome are going to decline his qualifying offer because they have to clear all this money so he can know basically if I'm good enough to get a minimum contract I can choose my destination as opposed to being beholden to yeah and he very easily could meet the starter criteria in which case his qualifying offer is going to be pretty high as well so yeah I mean they, they don't really have the hammer of restricted free agency and you know what if he plays well enough that they want to make him restricted then uh that's good he's going to get a lot more than minimum anyway uh so so let's move on here just, yes. just, just real quick just one more thought on this concept of the minimum uh for a team yes the fourth year minimum is higher than the rookie minimum for cap hold as long as you're going to probably dip down under 12 players anyway even if the player doesn't pan out it's not that much of a cost and if you have to cut him later yeah uh too bad no one will ever ever take it but it's great in theory uh stanley johnson detroit pistons drafted number eight 11 million dollar cap hold this season probably going to start at the three this year or at least be in the mix uh, to do that you know i will acknowledge that i haven't really shown to be a starter but you know there is some record uh, of guys getting extensions you know i mean i think i'm at a better place right now and have more potential than someone like jeremy lamb who got three years 21 million uh, from the hornets and that was in it you know with a lower cap a couple of years ago so you know how about something in like the low teens and that's something that i still have the physical talent to grow into remember i was only seven or i'm so only 18 when i was drafted you know my first thought was low teens over four years wow yeah uh, and then i realized what you meant you were probably closer than how i initially interpreted it uh, we would do four years 30 million that's far more than what you have produced so far far more similar to d'angelo russell and you know we think you can grow into that we like your work ethic but you know at this point we just you know we're up against the luxury tax we really can't do more than that right now could we do a three plus one at that number it's just it's so hard to go to my client and say hey you know what you're locked in for four more years at, at this type of money you know as an agent i mean you gotta there's gotta be some upside to pitch my client and i mean yeah being drafted number eight again you know you've got that anchoring there's a realization that he hasn't accomplished that much uh but there's got to just be something where it could be like hey you can get back on the market if you blow up you'd be good because that's how agents get fired is to lock guys into below market contract even more so than turning down guaranteed money that you shouldn't turn down yeah you know what we we would do that all right i will i will sign up for that uh, actually uh wow and, and again this is one that in real life maybe doesn't happen but given how little he's accomplished and the fact that he could just be totally washed out of the league i mean to get 30 million in guaranteed money and that player option is really what what saves it saves a little bit of face at least um and you know this is one that'll never happen just because of the anchoring of him being the number eight pick uh and still being on the team that drafted him as well though it is a new regime but uh you know I, I, so I, this one might be a little unrealistic you know maybe maybe 
maybe if you got to 40 billion that would be a little more realistic but you you weren't going to go there i know you weren't going to go there as uh you know someone who has uh, <laughs> been with the pistons organization a very long time uh so uh, this is one that i did because i think it was a good deal but i don't know if it would actually happen would you well yeah that's along the lines of what i was thinking with this is this is the type of deal that more guys should sign but they don't for a lot of different reasons so i'm happy you guys did it i i think it's a good thing to have out there but i the, i have the same reservations in terms of anchoring and, and negotiation tactics and everything it seems like this is the type of thing that a player would kick themselves for not signing after the fact but i'm it's good to have it out there yeah the pistons not in a position to use cap space next summer they are looking at tax concerns over the next few years so this is this is one that could maybe bite them if johnson can't play i mean was there a part of you danny that was thinking like what the hell are the pistons doing offering even this much i thought dan's original offer was going to come in a lot lower i thought he was going to be like three years like 20 million or something like that and then would maybe get up into this range but no i mean think about the value of wings i mean joe harris just got eight million a year and i like joe harris he can shoot which is a benefit but i mean stanley johnson has more physical potential at the bare minimum so frank kaminsky uh, uh michael jordan have you speaking speaking of physical potential have have i <laughs> did you happen to know that i'm a white american player who spent uh four years in college and that think of all those draft picks that you turned down uh from the celtics the celtics offered no less than 97 future draft picks uh, to get me uh, or i'm sorry to to move into my slot i should say not to get me and uh you turn them down and so you obviously must really believe in me uh, and my potential and just you know think how young i am and how much room i i have to improve still uh, what is your offer Hornets? well think back to that wonderful collection of caucasian american-born players that we have and how many of those guys got second contracts with this team we also are unsure really of what your role is on this team moving forward and we actually like the idea of restricted free agency with you just because if you earn it we would have the ability to match we don't know where it's going to go so we would offer you something similar to i don't know if you i don't know if you talk with willie collie stein but something more in the four to five million range for a couple of years we would be willing to do that because basically that's paying you backup money which is what we see you at right now if you want to take that we'll have you for it but if you want more than that you can try your luck next year Oof. I mean, that's really like this. This year's market has really skewed things. I mean, that's really like fourth or maybe even like fifth big money, right? Uh, no, it is. We're being generous. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and this is another one where if Nate Duncan were Frank Kaminsky's agent, I would take this. I don't think he's going to get that much on the open market and restricted free agency next year, but it's something that's not realistic for most agents to, to take, even though I would be very surprised if he gets more than $10 million guaranteed uh but you know it could be a different market you could it could be silly season again i mean jason smith got you know three years 15 million in 2016 but yeah no agreement there uh you know it probably would have been seven seven million a year type of range it would have it would have been where i would have to think about even though you know frankly i think he's a much worse player even than stanley johnson but also the only the two years was kind of rough there let's move on now to the number 10 overall pick it's a really interesting one justice winslow another player 
player who the you turned down that Celtics treasure trove of picks I'm one of the best young defenders at my position started to shoot the ball a little bit better last year my ball handling has improved now that I'm finally healthy I'm poised for a big year what do you got for me Miami you know uh Stanley Johnson similar player to you a similar position drafted ahead of you just signed an extension for four years 30 million really setting the market and so uh you know you're drafted behind him but we'd still offer you that same amount yeah you're gonna have to do a lot better the advanced stats i actually have been a positive player especially defensively johnson really has been a nightmare by those i mean that seven million a year that's what you give a player who just really has shown nothing except still the physical potential that got him drafted so uh, i mean i I still think i'm a a future starter i've been buried on this team that has a lot of depth got a lot of defensive versatility i'd be awesome in a switching system my three-pointer is starting to come around so i mean you're really gonna have to get quite up into the teams i mean i was i was thinking you know just because of some of the injuries i've had i'd be willing to do 15 million a year especially with the cap i mean think of it by the end of this deal you know the cap's going up seven million per year if we do four years you know you're gonna be at the cap at over 130 million by the end of this deal and so you know even if it's 15 million a year that's like you know that's not even starter money at that point yeah i mean you haven't proven to be a a starter yet and we're still gonna have all this depth right i mean we can Eh, not forever i just don't know well sure but but until you can prove for the time you're going to be able to prove yourself before free agency i'll just give you our best offer maybe it's not gonna be enough for you and if you outplay this and are worth more than restricted free agency we'll be happy to bring you back but our best offer now is four years 40 million yeah i mean i think a pretty comparable player to me is michael kidd gilchrist and years ago he got 13 million a year for four years so if you can't get to there you know i i don't think that we're going to be able to make a deal and that was in a much smaller cap too yeah but that was also right before the cap was about to escalate and you know there were going to be so many old contracts locked in the books there'd be so much money flowing around yeah. that spending a little extra on kid gilchrist wasn't a problem well actually it probably actually did become a problem <laughs> for, for the <laughs> uh true so I, I realize you're not going to be in the cap space derby probably next season what if we did something starting though right at my cap hold which is 10.4 but then the maximum eight percent raises and we could work in some of those uh, likely but unlikely incentives that uh that andy ellsberg so enjoys we, we could find a way uh you know maybe base some incentives on three-point shooting uh you know that that could make it worth as much as four years 52 million but if i don't develop you know it ends up being closer to four years 40 million yeah i do like the idea of doing something around your your three-point shooting as, as far as cap space i don't think it's going to matter much next year or anything like that but in terms of the most important part of your game yeah we could um i think that's a very interesting idea no it wouldn't all be that so right i mean we if, could work in some other stuff around like you know defensive rating when i'm on the floor or, you know, it's, uh, some stuff that also plays to my strengths as well uh well you're i mean our, our max offer was going to be 440 so this would just be on top of it so i'd, I'd rather k- keep it to just three point shooting well but if i if i meet some of these other well, you, you might have to just pay a little bit more than what you thought your max offer was going to be i mean it, it's just well, but i'm four for 40 is a is a tough sell I, i'll say this i'd have to those other benchmarks would have to be like all defensive teams I and mean, we were very big believers in your defense that's why we're paying you so for you to you know want some incentives where you go above that then it's got to be a very high bar we already believe that our defense is going to be strong with you on court well maybe you should pay me more than <laughs> I, I mean there, there just are not that many wings around the league who can almost guard you know one through four if not one through five 
five at this point i mean you're and you can get i mean i feel bad even going considering going this low so i mean i think really what it would have to be is you know half incentives related to three-point shooting you know call it 34 percent three-point shooting something that's like acceptable uh and then the other half something that is like reasonably likely that i would achieve and, and, and even that again is a tough so i feel badly for even going this low because you know that there are going to be teams that are love the advanced stats on justice wins so i mean you know look at someone like andre robertson for example and the contract that he got yeah what's andre robertson making great example let's do let's do four years 40 million as the base and you that's the uh you know the same average annual salary as robertson and we'll do 15 full 15 percent incentives every year and you have to make uh you have to attempt at least two three pointers a game and make at least 35 say that again please so the so it'd be four years 40 million base salary plus 15 percent incentives each year based on attempting two three pointers per game and making at least 35 percent of them you have to hit both to get the incentive as a point of reference 15 percent of 40 million is six million so this would have six million in unlikely incentives yeah i mean that that may not be quite enough upside there i mean i think we need to get to 52 million ultimately uh, with the incentives and so that that would be what would that be as a base that would be 45.2 million as a base what else you got to spend your money on? i did write that i i could blow up this year and you could end up having to pay me like 20 next year i'm aware um all right let's do so what what did you say the base would have to Uh, be four years 45 million all right i'll meet you in the middle we'll do 42 million which would allow six 6.3 million of incentive all right well as long as the agent gets to report it in the media right when it breaks yes absolutely as four years 48 million <laughs> round up it's 48.3 round that up to 50 <laughs> nearest 10 million right all right the, uh, that's a deal uh, i i still don't i'm not sure that winslow would take that or he might uh, again want some sort of a player option there as well but there's also the other thing that plays in here is his injury history especially with that shoulder and just the possibility that he never develops i mean i, I think this is a pretty good deal for Miami you know this is a you know a Josh Richardson-esque type of deal I, I put in that two three-pointers a game thing initially thinking like I don't want him to just get at to 35 percent and just not shoot threes anymore uh but then I'm kind of worried like if he needs to start chucking them <laughs> pouring some out for Mo Harkless yes <laughs> all right this is uh hopefully there won't be two more of the uh, too many more of these oh we're gonna haggle for 15 minutes over the incentives that's <laughs> that is not not great radio at all uh let's go with miles turner here uh, with the pacers now this is an interesting one the pacers looking to use cap space next summer they've preserved a lot of flexibility turner 10 million dollar cap hold but also someone who if he blows up could be in position to command a max offer sheet but uh, you know i i realize i'm not in that position right now pacers but if you can't give me an average of over 20 million per season uh i'm not really interested well we're not planning on coming close to that for a couple reasons one being we built this entire 2018 offseason around spending in 2019 if we had gone through this differently then we would have been more open to paying you now as opposed and and you know shouldering some of that risk but you have you're 
one of the first guys in this, you know, going through it in order where we expect you to make a lot more than that. And that difference really does matter to us. So we were thinking more, I mean, Yusuf Nurkic is only a year and a half older than you. He's d- d- produced I, I don't even want to hear what you're saying anymore. You d- don't even put, get, get his name out of your mouth. If you're going to try and use any comparable contracts from 2018, you're just not getting anywhere. Like it's going to be a totally different market. Clint Capella caved in like a wuss, killed the market for centers. Nurkic's agent caved in. They should have taken the qualifying offer, done us all all a favor. You know, just your 2018 comparables. I'm just not interested in hearing it. So four years, 80 million is my final offer. That would start at 17.9 million. So it doesn't cost you too much space. I mean, this this is Indiana. I mean, you, you're still going to have plenty of space to work with. You got 52 million right now. Uh, so 45 million will probably still be enough uh, in Indiana. And, and you can lock me in for pretty good here. I I will admit privately that I'm a little bit scared of the uh, the potential here. But as a three-point shooting, shot-blocking monster. By the way, do you happen to notice that uh, I've really slimmed down and and uh there's a great article about that in uh in the yeah that, that's really going to help your de- that's really going to help your defensive rebounding miles we're, we're we're super excited about the slimmer miles turner being being well more, more energy bit. but so more, more uh mobility we'll see hey if you so so we understand where you're coming from here how about we meet a little bit in the middle so you said four years 80 if we i already am meeting seven, you in the middle so i, I, I no I, you're not you're not me you're not me you you said a number and and then you move down from that number. There has been no middle set. So if instead instead of starting at 80, we'd start at 78. But then what we want to do is we want to put 10% on, on incentives. And we can go with a mix of likely and unlikely there. But basically that the idea would be that 10%. So on that's about $8 million in money. And so that way it gives us a little bit of protection in case you're not the player that we hoped you were. But that that basic picture is there. So you're still, you could still report it as pretty dang close to 480 because that's where you're getting at it. But we we won't go that far unless you are going to be an awesome player we're thinking more in the 475 range but i think we can do that through incentive well so 475 guaranteed and another 5 million in incentives no we're thinking 472 guaranteed but that next 3 million can be in like can be in likely incentives and then the other three can be unlikely let's call it like defensive rebounding or something else so we'll do but we can just say generally like we can accept that it'll be bars that we expect you to get for 3 million and then 3 million for things that we don't expect well I happened to listen to this podcast where these guys, Nate Duncan and Danny LaRue, were talking about Clint Capella's ridiculous decision to take such a, a small offer. But then we realized that these teams that have cap space next year may not really, there's not that many of them that actually are going to need centers. And that's even if I play well. So ultimately, especially being able to get my money early, I'm probably going to have to grin and bear it and, and take this offer, even though, again, you know, I, I'm not sure whether this would be realistic or not but you know and i curse the name of yusuf nurkic but he got offered 65 million last year didn't take it and then ended up with 40 million so i you know i don't want to be stuck in that situation as a restricted free agent i'm a little cowed there the center market right now is not great so I think I'm just going to have to grip my teeth and take this and get that life-changing money. I was only the number 11 pick. Haven't made that much in my career yet. Got to just do it. So what is that again in total? So uh, 472 is the base. Then it would be 75 if you count in the likely bonuses and then all the way up to 78 if he gets everything. Okay, so that would start him at $16.7 million cap figure for next year. So that's about 6 million bucks off the cap space they have. So that's not a killer. And and that's that's about as far as 
I was going to go was, you know, that that amount doesn't seem like it makes a big difference to the Pacers. Man, that is like Biombo money here. That is that is rich. All right, let's uh, move on here. Trey Lyles with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, picked 12th overall, was in the Donovan Mitchell trade. Uh, stretch power forward actually had a, an underrated year uh, last year. Uh, Nuggets, uh, are, are you in a position to make an extension offer for us? Yeah, we will offer you four years, 26 million. Uh, you know, we, we are just kind of squeezed a little bit because we don't know what Paul Millsap is going to be, whether he's going to be worth that 30 million team option next year, exactly what we're going to have at power forward. But if you want that guarantee of four years, 26 million right now, we'll do it. Well, I think I've provided more than uh, Stanley Johnson. I mean, I, I think this is one where I probably would only really want to do three years. Maybe you're not going to give me the player option, but uh, again, locking in for a fourth year seems kind of rough there uh, if I do really start to play well. So what about three years, 27 million? Yeah, see, that's just, that won't work for us. Um, I, mean, I, I'm gonna, I could be your starter. You have- I could be your starter after next year. You And if not, you I could, could I'm uh, versatile and- enough to move to a Ventral. You could be. And that's kind of why, for the most part, we want to kick the can down the road. Because if you're not our starter, we if it's shaping up that way, this is kind of internal thoughts that maybe we'll trade you, go like maybe we just couldn't afford you if you're if you're not going to be our starter. So we don't want to pay you based on anything anywhere near starter money, uh, just because we don't know. We still have a luxury tax crunch next summer. We don't know what Paul Millsap's going to be. And so, yeah, we could do a the idea of a 420. 26 over three years so it'd be about three years uh just over 24 million so we'll just chop off that fourth year three years 24 million right Whoa. <laughs> you said it offer accepted you can't withdraw it now <laughs> offer an acceptance <laughs> That is hey, it right. wouldn't be the first time the Nuggets made a, a, a little math error with the cap. <laughs> Kenneth Fareed would still would still be on the fifth year of a five-year, $60 million contract if it hadn't been for that. So or, that or, or would still have two years left, 18. I should say. <laughs> that was three years, $18.8 million. Excuse I, me. I, I, I accepted. Your, your word Your word now means nothing, Tim Connolly. If you, if you, you made me the <laughs> offer and I accepted, you're not going to be able to, t- to roll this back. Good thing we're talking this out there's no paper trail nobody will believe you hey, or, an, an oral an oral contract agreement <laughs> I, i've got the text message from you me, right here this is me trying to use the danny salary calculator and struggling three years 18.8 million dollars is our offer. I, no I, there's no offer i accept it wait wait, wait we had a deal except it <laughs> But seriously though, you, you, I'm uh, if that actually happened in real life, like you would have to just stick with it. Like there's no way you could walk that back as as a team. But uh, I I, well, I, I will give you the I, allowance well, for on. your math error here. But I, I said we would do the first three years of what would be 426. Yeah, he just he 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 just got he said I, I'm I, well I think aware of that what would happens. be within the I, realm. I'm well aware of what happened. <laughs> uh, but you know, last time I tried to do any math on this show, I'm just gonna explain roughly what it is. You guys calculate and tell me what it is. <laughs> actually is uh all right well so the uh, first three years of a 26 mil four year 26 you tell me what that is and we would well uh, i'll tell you what that that's that would be in the um let's say 320 i I think that's all right Uh, you know what i i will take that even though again trey lyles especially knowing 
using his personality would never take that but i i will take it who is this assistant gm who just offered a, an extra million too <laughs> it it's not it's 19.5 dan I, i'd like to thank you for coming on and doing this show at uh at 1 a.m eastern by the way <laughs> we well, so i was taking the average you. value i would oh i get what you were doing it's average value versus doing the eight percent raises that was the difference yeah we're doing eight percent raises yeah okay look at our luxury tax situation next uh season. yeah it's non-existent it's just this year uh, are you there's sure? basically no possible way you can pay the tax next year got 16 million in cap space right now without lyle's cap hold if you move on from paul Millsap. let's just let's just make it three years 19 million that's close enough to what it was we're looking at something different but that's fine no you're you guys, you're, uh, you're looking with... at paul Millsap has a team option for next year at 30 million which they're going to decline yeah oh i'm i'm counting the potential of that you yeah know? so then He's then they got 16 million in cap space uh and they're not gonna have their draft pick now either probably all right so three for 20 you got it or not not taking a penny less than that it, like I, I need that round number to convince my client any extension for well, less three, than 20 million is just a joke at this point well the round number i was willing to round up to was 19 because it because it's eight I, danny is with me now the math is it's 18.8 well congratulations for getting it's a podcast through has nothing to do with these negotiations to to agree with you 20 million is is the offer yes or no yes oh my god <laughs> i feel that was above what i, I wrote oh down. oh yes of course uh, i'm sorry the, the fact like <laughs> felt he's always gonna write something down it's the spurs with like oh i'm gonna write down these offers in my notebook There's, like felt has this belief that when he writes something down it somehow gives us this inviolable quality that everyone else <laughs> must respect it somehow uh devin booker phoenix suns already signed to the max five years campaign chicago bulls uh i'm clearly your backup point guard of the future here bulls uh, would you like to pay me like one uh, i i would do a are deal you interested yeah go ahead are you interested in that minimum type of offer guaranteed minimum next year you might be out of the league uh let's move on to kelly Oubre. <laughs> i'm sure you'll like this offer way more with, with the wizards so it, this uh, this is what i i'm thinking on the background here we actually talked about this the other day uh on our off-season grades that the wizards you guys have Otto porter you got john wall coming on the books at 37 million maybe even more than that next year with that designated player veteran extension you got brad beal making a max contract you got Otto porter making a max contract Otto porter is probably going to have to get traded out of that group and if that happens you're really going to need me i'm gonna have to be your starting small forward and you're you're not going to feel comfortable moving on from porter if you don't already have me under contract so i i know that that's the background here i'm i am treating myself and also you just look at how good the units have been you know in line with me playing at the four it's been excellent so i'm thinking of myself as a starter i'm looking for starter type of money you know, maybe not 20 million a year but you know right in that range a little bit below that but we know how valuable wing guys are three and d my shots coming around i can defend one through four especially in the east now without lebron james anymore yeah we're not as certain we're going to trade auto porter we paid the tax last year we'll pay it this year it looks like and so we need to maybe you're the guy we need to move uh we just drafted troy brown so you're not our only option on the wing but we would do four years 36 million yeah i mean you're, you're gonna have to get to 15 million a year like uh, otherwise there's just there's no point in even talking here like it yeah i don't think we're even close no, it doesn't appear so this one will be interesting speaking of not being close oh God. terry rosier well i don't know if you've heard the rumors <laughs> celtics but kyrie irving is for sure gonna be signing with the knicks 
uh, as so many players before him, like LeBron James and uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. And, and uh, so just like those guys did, Kyrie Irving will clearly be gone for Boston. I was really good in the playoffs last year. You're going to need a starting point guard. So, you know, you're going to have to come with very solid starter money here. Uh, you know, I mean, you think of how many point guards are starting and getting paid in this league that I'm better than. We are very in tune with the restricted free agent process and how that affects demand. We we understand that there is a distinct chance that a team will be very interested in you next year. And if that money comes, more power to you. We'll figure it out. We, we can, maybe we'll move you. We'll talk to Kyrie, see where he's going. But the best offer that we're willing to make is we will do 16 million per season for three seasons, four seasons, or five seasons. So if well, you we, can't, we're you willing can't to be a little five, bit flexible. Yeah. Oh yeah, for three or four. That's right. So we'll do three or four. If you want to get out a little bit early, we can do that. But we will not go for a higher value than that because we'll tell you that part of the reason that we're doing this is because we think you're going to, you know, if Kyrie leaves, of course, you'd be our point guard of the future. But we need to have you on a contract. If we're committing now, it has to be a contract that is movable because our team is the next superpower in the you league. You sure know how to sweet and talk so, guy, by the way. Well, so so that's that's the whole point here, though, is that we are not going to hamstring ourselves with any contracts. You just saw that with, with Marcus Smart. You can talk to Kelly Olynyk about how we handled it. He still got paid. He still got plenty of money from Miami. So if you want to try to get more money, if you don't think $16 million is enough for you, we will we will do what we can to keep you, but we will go through it. So that's that's the number. $16 million, three years, four years, take it or leave it. All right. How about this, Boston? Is your proposal $16 million for three or four years? Because otherwise, we're, we're probably not talking here. No, I, I think we might still be able to come to an agreement. If you can give me a, a $17 million a year, but have a 15% incentives based on starting 41 or more games per season. So if Kyrie Irving leaves and I become the starter, I'm protected. Or if I get traded and become the starter, I'm protected. But well, as as a clarification here, are you saying on top of that 17 million? Yeah. Or are you saying as a part right. of that 17 on million? On top of that 17 million. Oh, then no, we're not, we're not, no. Okay. If you were to say if you were to say that it's a part of it that you were gonna put that incentive in, then yeah, we would have a conversation. But if you want it on top, no way. Dan, uh, did you like write something down in a notebook somewhere that's like a higher number than this that I could use? Uh all right. Well, uh, I mean here here's the difference. So you you know, you brought up a Linux and I think the you know the Celtics are not gonna be using cap space. And there are a ton of teams out there that need point guards. Because think think about how many point guards are free agent next summer. And many of the Yeah, and think about how teams are gonna be interested in a lot of the guys that are unrestricted before they're interested in Terry Rozier when they know that we're gonna match any reasonable offer. Maybe you won't though. If you bring back Kyrie Irving, then you're not going. And we'll see if they're still scared. So we we can, we have rich owners, we can pay it. So if you want to roll the dice on that, we're we're telling you what our number is. You can take it, you can not take it, but our number's not going up. We're not we're not committing to an offer that is unreasonable, just like we didn't with Marcus Smart. He ended up maybe in a place that we were gonna be that like like we ended up in a place that we negotiated before, but we are not going over that number. Yeah, I mean it and uh you know, I, I thought that my offer was very reasonable. Uh I don't think there's any way Rozier even would take my offer in real life. So uh, I guess we don't have a deal then. I, I thought I came in close enough to your number and could find a way that would with the incentives that would make it palatable but i guess not let's uh let's move on here then sam decker with the Cavs hasn't played a game for them yet uh guessing you don't have a ton here Cavs. correct okay yeah we want we want to see you play yeah. i mean that that's the downside here we, we we might be willing to bring you back but we value the restricted also having that cap hold isn't a big deal for us if you're worth it then we'll keep anything like that so yeah we we don't have an offer for you but you know if you play well then we can bring you back jerry and grant who's just salary dumped to the magic don't think we're going to get anywhere there uh you 
can correct me if I if I'm wrong there, Dan. Uh, and then the Toronto Raptors, uh, Delon Wright. This is a a pretty interesting one here, especially with uh, Kyle Lowry only having one year left on his deal after this one. Still got Fred Van Vliet, but he only has one year left on his deal. He'll be unrestricted after that. So could very easily be in a situation where you know you need to lock at least someone up as a point guard beyond next year. We get that idea, and we would and we fully intend to have you as a part of the future unless a team gives you starter money. But committing to that now is very different from committing to it in a year when we know whether Kawhi is staying or coming or leaving, whether Danny Green is staying or leaving. So what we think is a totally fair offer is three years, 21 million. That gives you like low end, but still reliable backup money. That's life changing. You were drafted in the second half of the first round and three years. And we think three years is more desirable for you than four because that gets you out on the market a little bit earlier. You went to college for a few years. So we think that's it's a reasonable number and a reasonable term. And that lines up a little bit more closely with our other guys. So uh, again, that's three years, 21 million. Is that what you said? That is correct. Three years, 21 million. Yeah, I mean, that's no good because usually these deals are based on, okay, well, maybe you haven't shown a lot yet, but you're we're hoping you're going to develop into that guy. And that's why you should take a discount. But here, first of all, Wright was an older rookie when he was drafted. He's be 27 next summer already. So this is his one chance to get out there. And he's already playing at like a, a lower end starter type of level. You know, he's playing at a level of like the 20th, 25th best point guard in the league now. So, I mean, really, he should be paid like the high end backup that he is. Three years, 21 million is not enough there. He probably also would be interested in in a four year deal at age 27. So, no, I mean, I think it's it's got to be over $10 million a year. Yeah, we're not committing $40 million to somebody who doesn't have a, a clear path to starters. You could get there eventually. Maybe you earn that in a year, but making that commitment for us right now with the lack of information that we have, that's too much for us to, to bear. I understand why you want that, but we just can't go that high. Okay, next up, uh, Justin Anderson with the Hawks. Uh, again, just basically got traded there for, for just about nothing. So uh, I don't think we're going to get anywhere there, Hawks, but you can, uh, unless you have some awesome offer for me that I'm not anticipating. Nope, that's about that's about where we are. Okay, next up here... Bobby Portis with the Bulls. A, a very underrated offensive season last year, by the way. Uh, Bulls, what do you got here? You know, it seems like backup big men are getting offered about $4 million a year on these extensions, so we would do three years, $12 million. Yeah, no. I, again, I mean, this this is one of those ones where, especially with the Bulls' cap space. Now, it is worth noting, though, here, Bulls, you're talking about using cap space next year. My cap hold is $7.4 million. I'll tell you what, I, Julius Rand Aaron Mintz did this same offer. If you wanted to do four years for me, starting at my cap hold of 7.4 million with uh, 8% annual raises, I would do that, but I can't go any lower than that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like we're on the same page. We do three years, 15 million as our best offer. Okay, yeah, we, we are not close. Uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson with the Nets, same issue somewhat as D'Angelo Russell, where the Nets are trying to use cap space, but my cap hold is a little bit smaller, but I, I've been starting for two years here, basically, Nets at the four, defense. Defensively, I'm a modern player. The advanced stats have always liked what I have brought, uh, but I, I understand your need to uh, preserve cap space. $7.4 million cap hold. I, th- I think, though, we would have to start a little bit higher than that. Uh, you know, I think uh, I'm pretty similar to a Justice Winslow, pretty similar to a, a Andre Robertson, that archetype of player. So that's the type of range I'm talking about here. I don't want to get into specifics yet, but you know, can you get to that type of a range, Nets, or, or should we just not? 
not even bother here. No, I like that you brought up the Andre Robertson comp. That's the one we had in mind. You know, we think he's a little further along than you, a better defensively, better player. So look at you as a, I don't know if we put it in these terms directly to your face, but a poor man's Andre Robertson, he got 10 million a year. So we'd offer you four years, 36 million. Yeah, you know, I don't think I could do it. It's got to be over 10 million a year. 440? That's 10. We do that. We'll do 440. Why don't you just tell us what you have written down in your notebook, Dan? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) We would do 440 though. Well, so what was Justice Winslow's deal? Four years, 48 million, $42 million base. I mean, I've been playing a lot more than Justice Winslow. Uh, Yeah, but you were the number 23 pick and four years, three years later, we can't get over that difference. mm, That completely meaningless difference. Uh, (laughs) Give me the Justice Winslow deal. I've been playing more than him. I think I'm better than Justice Winslow. I'm definitely even more left-handed than he is. (laughs) You are more left-handed. I I think 440 is very fair. You sound like you're actually going to begrudgingly take it. God, I think there's a market for players like me still. Uh, As a a modern player, we'll forget the whole shooting thing. Although I'm a good mid-range shooter. All right, fine. 442. (laughs) That seems reasonable. You know, Tony Snell is is in that range. Uh, So I I think that's about right. And, you know, it might be a more expansive market next summer. I don't think anyone really quite knows how expansive and where that's going to go. But, you know, these seem like reasonable with some of the comparables that we've had in in the last couple of years. Robertson, I I anticipate this 2019 market will be pretty similar to 2017. So, yeah, it is a little higher cap, but not that much. So I I think these are okay offers. Do they get, is it realistic? Eh, Maybe, I don't know. But it's, uh, I think that's actually pretty decent for Rondé to 10 million a year, a little more over that. I'm surprised Dan went that high. I mean, Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's incentives are really complicated because of their you know their unusual circumstance like so you with Rondé you kind of want to go a little bit like on that range or not do it at all because then you can play the game a little bit more just depending on whether they are sure that he's like a player in their future or not I'm a little lower on him I think than you guys but that if if you felt more strongly more positively about Rondé this is about the number that it would well, be. and so that that would start at 9.4 million so you're only costing yourself 2 million in cap space that's well yeah that's what bad. I'm saying but if you think he's worth that amount of space if you're not sure if you're thinking there's a possibility he's like a six million dollar guy then you don't make this kind of deal in the first place because then there's a chance that you might withdraw the qualifying yeah. offer yeah and you like might that. just renounce it but i think i think also with right it's a little easier to do this now with russell you know not coming to an agreement there because you know, you're still gonna have a lot of a lot of space to maneuver if you're the mets and i mean and, and in this day and age if nine million dollars is really gonna make that big of a difference you can get off of that money if you really have guys who are going to be interested you, you know I don't, I don't think that that's you know that's like getting off of four million dollars money back in the day so it's not i don't think it's really that difficult i mean you're talking about the difference between 50 and 56 million dollars in space uh you know they could move joe harris they could move uh they might also might not have that denver pick which would open up some more space they do actually have their own first amazingly there, there's uh alan crab who they could maybe move one thing they cannot move is the 5.5 million they still owe to darren williams after stretching him this year oh baby uh tyus jones with the wolves you know i mean i to be honest i've just been jacked around so much unless you can really make me a great offer wolves you know you do have jeff teague with a player option for next year so it might behoove you to get me under contract but you know i i'm uh it's gonna take very very solid backup money here you know so again i don't want to get into the specifics but you know we all have an idea of what that is if you can't go there wolves I, I think we don't have anything to talk about i don't think we do either there's 
there's just too much uncertainty with us. And I mean, if we're pushing, we don't want to have that commitment be be sticking us in the cross, especially considering you're going to be one of our point backup point guards. So we, we have that whole circumstance. So I just don't think there's a deal to be made here, even though we'd like to have you long term, assuming the circumstances work out. Jarrell Martin with the Magic. Uh, Magic, are you willing to offer that one year guaranteed at the, at the minimum with another year non guaranteed? With two years non guaranteed for you. Yep. <laughs> Two years not guaranteed. Uh, I mean, you're probably going to be out of the league next year. So you actually, you actually would offer that though, one guaranteed. Uh, yep. I don't I, like you know. I wouldn't say this allowed in negotiation for the Magic. I don't think it's going to work out, but it's such a low cost gamble that I think it's worth the risk. <sighs> now, nah, I mean, at that point, it's like you, you might want to just go play in Europe or something. I, I, I think. Uh, so if you could give me some like partial guarantees on on that second year or something like that. Uh, what if we took off that third? Mm could be a historic contract you could forever be known like as the first we all know uh how mike jones was the first two-way player to be good you could be the first player on this type of contract so yeah so that would be fifth year veterans minimum so that's gonna be like 1.8 1.9 million guaranteed and and they actually the magic wouldn't get any relief from the league because it'd be a two-year agreement um shit why not i'll do that what 1.8 million guaranteed absolutely just, just throwing this uh thinking about it if, if we put it made that second year a team option option would we get the relief or still no no i don't believe so no it has to be a, it has to be a straight one-year contract yes, that's right yeah so that's fine. wow uh, this would never have the magic would never even make this offer i'm pretty sure uh but hey you know you can at least uh pete delisandro in uh in orlando doing things with the cap all right nikola militinov still has not been seen stateside number 26 to the spurs we also by the way skipped over rashad vaughn who uh had his third year option decline isn't that right bucks here didn't he have his third year option decline or was it his fourth year i think it was his fourth yeah he just got waived way earlier after getting traded yeah i think yeah i think that's what happened uh all right so let's get to larry nance jr the centerpiece of the huge trade that propelled the cleveland cavaliers to the nba finals last year <laughs> Cavs not really in the cap space derby so my cap hole probably doesn't matter here uh but you know you said that i'm i'm a centerpiece we are you already got kevin love locked up you know i could be your center of the future you get your long-term front court locked in here Cavs. yeah long term so i would like to note that you're almost as old as kevin love you're 25 uh, so we'll offer you three years 33 million this is another one that i would totally take if it were up to me but i i don't think we can we can do it uh i can't do it with my client i know that you guys you guys think of how much you guys traded for me you traded a first round pick and you took on two years of jordan clarkson's salary just to get me we wanted jordan clarkson he was part of the positive return we'll still have him to show for it yes i think last year's playoffs made that clear uh <laughs> Well, if we're basing on last year's playoffs, I'm not sure we should be offering you that much. No, I I think I'll tell you. Well, I, I was struggling with a hamstring injury as well, um, so I, it wasn't my usual explosive self. At your old age, are you sure you can get back to that? All right, I, I, I'll tell you what. I <laughs> I was I was hoping for 15 million a year. I'm willing to compromise at 13 and a half million per season. That would be uh, four years, 54 million dollars. So we're just gonna keep this in the in the range of three years because you're so old and so what would that be i would try to do the math of how much that would be at three years but yeah, it's 136 now i couldn't do it at 106 so it's it's so, 13 and a so half as a, million as a, a year we're not doing the like oh what would
would it be if you got the raises and you take off the fourth year? Like thirteen and a half million a year would be where so, it would be here. So I wrote down for my max three forty, and that'd be three forty and a half. So let's just do the three forty. You like round numbers? Three years, forty million. Mason Plumley money, baby. All right, I'll do it. Great. <laughs> this was actually one that we changed the assignment because I knew that Dan would get closer to an actual number than I would because I wouldn't have offered anything close to this. Oh yeah, I didn't notice that that you guys did that. Uh, yeah, I I did it because I I thought this was about where a theoretical arrangement would be, and I I just couldn't handle it. I'm as Nate knows, I'm not a believer in Larry Nance. All right, so the last three picks of the round, R.J. Hunter, Chris McCullough, Kevon Looney, all had their options declined. Looney is back with the Warriors, uh, but this is really the first year now that we've had a chance. I guess we could have done it last year too, but I didn't think of it. Where we have three extension candidates here who were second round picks and are ending their contracts they will be restricted free agents here but as we saw with josh richardson norman powell a year ago there is some room here the maximum that these guys could be offered what it is is it starts at 120 percent of this year's estimated average player salary and then you can go four years off of that this is just for reference here uh, but that number i have it as four years 47.5 million it would start at 10.6 million it's kind of in my hands here as the player agent with Malcolm Brogdon you know Bucks I assume you would be willing to offer me the absolute maximum amount that you can that Josh Richardson well so it'd be about 12 million a year overall but obviously with a smaller cap hit in the first year we'd rather go a little bit lower but for the sake of Dan Feldman's sanity yeah that's fine so uh, trying to decide whether uh, as Malcolm Brogdon I would want to do there is a very interesting point guard market just just so we can go through it here here are the point guards who are on the market for next year although the fact i can play the two a little bit helps Kyrie irving kemba walker eric bledsoe gordon Dragic is a player option ricky rubio jeff teague is a player option and then d'angelo russell tyus jones delon wright terry rozier and then brogdon as well i mean so those are probably all of your Jer- uh jeremy lynn spencer dinwiddie so there is a little bit of concern that i could get lost in the wayside here bucks what is your cap situation look like for next year I- i've got you at about 24 million in room without the cap hold of chris middleton yeah that's about that's about where i have it as well and we may or may not have our own first round pick this year depending on how well i'm thinking that we will not have our pick this year that we will send it to the phoenix suns so yeah something something in that range chris middleton is almost definitely going to get a raise presumably earth blood so we'll get a raise too depending on if those guys want to come back so i i don't expect us to be a salary cap team because being a cap team would mean those guys are both leaving we don't expect that to happen and at that point Henson Delvadova those type of deals are we can get out from under them if we have to so that's why I think we would make this offer but we wouldn't have really I don't think we would have really gone over that number even if we had the ability to so we wouldn't have much flexibility but we probably weren't going to in the first place so do you happen to know that I'm the rookie of the year by the way just uh, just a mere two years ago did, did were you aware of that I think we we're hanging a banner for it in the new arena <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to be 26. I'll tell you what. My only concern is to be almost 30 years old by the time I get off this contract. And I may not be in position for another payday. So if you could give me a three plus one starting at that number, you know, I, I think that would be a fair deal. That could assuage my concern. We're not looking for, for that. I mean, this was already pushing towards our limit. But the only way we would do it is if we put in some injury protections on that last year. Because if, if the way that you picked up that option was because 
because you were hurt. So we could we could set some like playing thresholds. Like if you played X number of minutes or well, there's there's no way to do that unfortunately uh, to make that last year partially guaranteed. If it, if it's if Are it's an sure? option, yeah, because the option year has to be the same. Oh, that's yeah. right. The the same guarantee percentage. So then we previous. so then we won't we won't do that. We won't do that then because we you know there's a possibility you'll get an, an offer like this on the market. But if you're not willing to take the four years, because then that we're still taking on a lot of risk. We're taking on the the possibility that market's going to get there. So we don't we're not willing to accept the three plus one. You could take four. Or you can wait out a year. Well, and it's very interesting with the Bucks. I mean, it, it seems like just as a, just as an aside here, you know, Tim Bontemps was talking about he wrote an article last winter saying that they really were hoping to get into the 2019 cap space survey. Now there are a lot of teams and a lot of sexier markets there. The Bucks could have a great season, but it seems like with that Ursan Ilyasova contract adding 7 million there chris middleton's cap hold is 19 you mentioned blood so as well if they were trying to use cap space brogdon's cap hold is the minimum and they could still have full bird rights on it so if they're trying to use cap space you wouldn't want to necessarily do that extension because you could always just sign a bunch of guys and then you could pay him whatever you wanted in theory though obviously the bucks uh, are in perpetually terrified of the luxury tax and there's also the fact uh, that you could maybe move on from del vadova and henson who are making a combined 20 million next year but it would be in the last year of their deals so, so you could open up some more space i mean it would be possible for them if they move on from delvadova and henson and no bledsoe or middleton to get to 46 million in space uh but you know that would probably require trading away a first round pick so but it really doesn't seem like they're going that way especially with this Ilyasova signing so it does make sense to extend brogdon but no i i can't do it especially because you know you, you're going to be in a position where you have full bird rights on me next year i can't do it unless i get the player up i i'm i'm a much more established player i've done much more than guys like norm powell and josh richardson had when they got this uh, this extension so i think extracting that player option would be fair uh and if you can't do that i i can't get my client to sign okay then we don't have a deal all right let's move on to rashawn holmes with the suns just traded for me actually here suns it doesn't look like you're gonna have a ton of cap space i'm in the same position here where i've got the minimum cap hold uh but you know it seems like you're bringing me in thinking i could be a backup center are you willing to offer me backup center money and an extension here we really value that you are available at a minimum cap hold for next year you're right that we don't have a ton of flexibility but we still do have some i think it's around 17 million as of now it depends on a few other factors in terms of like how where our pick is and everything else but we're not i mean we basically just got you for nothing i mean in terms of what the philly philly got nothing for you in the trade we did give up a second and a more complicated transaction but no we're we're not willing to do you know if it was something around the minimum because just as a value proposition for us but we're not going to give you in the four to five million range yet we don't even know what our center position is long term we just drafted a guy first overall we don't know what our need is so if you want something in the minimum area we can talk but if you want more than that then we'll just see what happens yeah i don't think that's going to cut it um andrew harrison with the grizzlies is our last one here amazingly enough harrison's a similar circumstance i mean we just signed shelvin mack so and javon carter who we drafted high in the second round so we would probably even be trying to get that sort of an agreement maybe with the idea not necessarily of trading you like right away that but maybe sort of doing something else being a, another one of these minimum minimum type deal yeah. so we we but i'm not even completely sure that we would do that considering there's a chance we even cut you even though even though podcaster daniel rue thinks that would be stupid yeah I, I don't think we we have much to talk about there either i'm surprised that broad uh, the bucks weren't willing to do that player option i think they would do that in real life they had to as, as an I, I just don't I, I don't see the 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 upside like i mean brogdon to me has never been like this unambiguous like starter type guy i mean he was the rookie of the year 
in that super weird class. But I, I don't think you're going to be sitting there seeing going, oh my God, Malcolm Brogdon got four, got four years, 80 million. And so if those kind of offers aren't there, you know, maybe he gets 14 or something like that. But the flexibility of not having the commitment, I think is value. Once you get to that point, having the possibility of the downside risk is it made it made it to me a better play to just play a little bit of hardball. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just kind of considered to be more important. Like the Bucks probably value him more, especially perhaps due to that rookie of the year thing than you, you or I would. I mean, I, I would have been similarly loath to do it. Uh, what do you think on that one, Dan? You think if you were Brogdon's agent, would you have taken that offer with no player option? Maybe. I mean, it's close. That rookie of the year shine does help. And it you know went maybe a decent way in this negotiation with the Bucks. I, I don't know who should have. Maybe this is why it didn't get done. I was surprised the deal didn't get done as close as it was, but I can't say that either side should have backed down on it. Yeah, it's because uh, it's just in one of those situations where it's like, okay, this is the most we can pay you and you're artificially depressed. It's like, it's just hard to take that deal uh, as the player. I mean, if, especially as rookie of the year to be like, right, I'm going to take less than starter money here. It seems kind of difficult, especially just, and especially given his age, right? If you were 24, I think you could think about it a little bit more or, or will be 24 uh instead it'll be 26 next season it's just like hey this is gonna be the only contract in my career like that's kind of hard to stomach you know so i i think that's why ultimately i think it for for me it didn't get done um so real quickly any uh overall observations from this process i think more deals got done than will happen in real life i think that i think it's going to be these sticky things of the teams attaching themselves to 27 to 2018 offseason stuff and the players being like oh this is an aberration and just not getting to some of the deals especially like the justice winslow one that you guys got to maybe miles turner's in that same boat too i do wonder if players i do think you're definitely right about teams that they're going to look at 2017 and somewhat 2018 and, and say like oh, this money isn't there i wonder if players are going to this doesn't matter because it gets to a similar point but are they going to be looking at like 2020 and beyond or are they going to be looking at 2016 when they're saying they're not getting paid enough yeah i, I don't know the answer to that I, I, but i mean so we had nine deals here including that groundbreaking Jarrell martin contract which would never happen i mean so so outside of that one which one did you guys think was like the most unrealistic i would probably say the trey lyles three years 20 million i would say porzingis taking less than the max yeah you, th- you think you think i got worked on that one well no i think you just had to you 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 were more risk averse than i think he is yeah especially i'll maybe say you stanley say johnson because, uh, sorry what was that dan oh oh go ahead go ahead and I, I was gonna say also i think because he's really had his ups and downs with the knicks organization too you know so where if it's not going to be the max it's very easy it's like hey you know maybe there's a way to get out of here uh even though you know so few restrict free agents who are actually any good do i was gonna say for least realistic uh stanley johnson i just you know he's he's been a highly touted guy uh in high school and college the high draft pick i just don't think he would settle for that even if he should yeah I, I, the ronde one you know, that's another one where maybe just they're so fixated on the cap space they just don't know if he can really be you know a guy who's going to make a difference for them justice winslow might actually have been you know uh, and miles turner were the ones that i thought maybe were unrealistically low i mean I, by my nature i mean I, I i tried to do more what the player would do but it's it's hard for me to conceal my own biases which is like it's pretty damn good to get 80 million now and does it really matter if you could have had 95 million when 
when you can consider the potential injury risk or the potential market risk especially a position like center i mean that was the biggest thing with turner that really ultimately cowed me was just the overall center market well yeah i was thinking about just for fun offering making the original offer four for 40 and just seeing what happened and i'm like nah just every <laughs> offer to a center was just the use of nurkic offer well that yeah pretty much i i, I considered that for a, for a second but with, with turner it's it's an interesting case because there are always going to be centers on the market but i'm i don't think they're really going to be centers on the market like him so i valued him more as a unique commodity than some of these other options that are on the table and especially when you look at how the pacers offense thrived last year a lot of that was due to having somebody like him out there so i actually treated him differently just like i would have treated clint capella differently because i love clint capella well thanks again guys this was a, a lot of fun i i appreciate y'all coming on especially dan as it's now uh almost 2 a.m on the east coast we, we always appreciate having you on uh hey dan you want to record the pistons preview uh you know in like eight hours tomorrow morning <laughs> well, let's do it right now <laughs> uh i'll get back to you on that it's been a bit a long day for me but the, thanks again guys this was awesome and uh, also make sure you guys listen to the real gm radio that we actually recorded yesterday a central division preview i, I know in this podcast desert that is august uh it's always good to have some content to listen to. actually another thing you could do too is we've got a bunch of evergreen pods on stitcher premium which uh danny and i have been recording really going back to we've got seven or eight of those so if you want to subscribe and listen to our archive that should still be relevant we did some really interesting ones like what injuries changed the nba history uh we did a retrospective of game six of the 2013 finals we did nba owner rankings we got some pretty interesting ones in there a, a few people have, have told me they finally subscribed during the this podcast desert and, and, and we're really enjoying those so uh, check those out and uh on our patreon as well we'll be posting uh, all of this stuff in case you missed a, an agreement or two here but uh all right thanks a lot for joining us guys and we will talk to you all next time till then Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 